Lotus digestion. You know there's something you should know, so I'm gonna tell you so. Don't sweat it. Forget it. Enjoy the show. Working all day, now it's time to unwind. Kick back, relax, take a load off your mind. <laughs> I'll be busting the moves and I'll be busting the rhymes. We'll be busting up laughing because it's party time. Everybody's feeling fine because it's party time. Party time, it's party time. Everybody's feeling fine because it's party time. Party time, it's party time. Welcome back to oh, Uncanny Cinema. We have a party time. A it's special... party time. It's <laughs> yes. <laughs> Remix. We have a uh, a special episode here for you today. We have a our first double feature ever. We are doing a double feature in honor of the 110th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. Um, uh, this year. One? This year, 1912, the uh, the original sinking of the Titanic. We are at the 110th anniversary this year, and I saw that it was an anniversary, and I was like, ah, oh, what the hell? We'll, we'll do something weird for this. And I had come across some movies about this just for um, like you know lists of bad movies and that kind of thing. And so since I had already known about these, it just dovetailed perfectly. So we are doing a double feature, two very short animated films, two very short and very bad animated films. <laughs> and these two films are Titanic, The Legend Goes On from 2000, and the other is The Legend of the Titanic from 1999. Both are Italian films. As I said, both were released ah. within a year of each other, but neither have, they don't, they're not connected. Even though one is called The Legend of the Titanic, the other is called The Legend Goes On. The sec the 2001 The Legend Goes On may have been trying to like capitalize or make it seem connected to the other. I don't know why it would, but maybe, or maybe it's just a marketing thing to trick people into thinking that it was like a sequel. But uh, regardless, these movies were not made by the same people. They were not connected. They are Italian in origin and they're dubbed in English. What they are is they are basically after the success of the 1997 Titanic, you know, monumental success went on to become the like most profitable film or, you know, not adjusted for inflation or whatever, but like biggest movie ever. Um, these movies were like basically kind of like children centric mockbusters <laughs> to uh, capitalize on that. And so I don't know because like there's kind of a famous thing within movies where 
something will be in the works and another studio will get wind of it or whatever or have something else in the works and then they rush to try to beat the other one. So like the one famous one I can think of is uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon where you had uh, an asteroid movie and a comet movie and both studios were aware of like, well, fuck, because you always want to be the first one there because once it's done, it's like the audience is going to be like, well, I'm not going to go watch that thing. So I'm pretty sure Armageddon got there first and then Deep Impact had to be like the the follow-up that nobody gave a fuck about. But that that kind of thing has happened numerous times. And so that maybe that's what's going on here where like two animation Ants and studios. A bug's life. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Um, Volcano and Dante's Peak, I believe, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yep. Um, so yeah, so that's possible why there are these two competing animated Titanic movies. Uh, like I said, 99 and 2000, both following... Uh, quickly on the heels of 1997's Titanic from James Cameron. Both are Italian uh, and both are quite terrible. And we are going to be talking about both of them here today. Uh, I'm not going to give a whole lot of background on this. We'll just dig into them each since this is our first uh, double feature. We want to have as plenty of time to talk about each of them. When we get in the thick of it, there will be some background things I can share. Um, but I'll just go ahead and introduce my cast here. So, uh, We've got some of our regulars here for uh, for our first double feature and should make for a fun and lively episode. We've got uh, a cast of characters here all against their will. Uh, first up <laughs> joining us is Jack. <laughs> Greetings, Linton, and I hate you. Yeah, well, that's, you know, a common thread. All right, and uh, <laughs> we also have Eric joining us, who is a big fan of bad movies, so this should be his bread and butter here. Yes, this is quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, also joining us uh, here, uh, a man who watched both of these movies, is going to watch uh, a sequel to one of them, and is now on a podcast, all doing this when he could be spending time with his wife and children, is Steve. That's right. Yep. I am sacrificing. There's only a finite number of hours you get in your life, and I'm, I've spent many now, several, in this sphere with these movies, and that is uh, concerning to me but thank you i did i did get two letterbox reviews out of this so that is and it's all worth it yeah yeah it'll it'll i mean you can look back on that and just think of it fondly you know when malcolm's playing cats on the cradle on guitar when he's 15 you know my first two half star reviews on letterbox wow I, I gave both of these a one. I do have some half stars. That, I thought that are, was those very are, generous of you. Those are, those are, ones are, one is an elite category. Those are reserved for some <laughs> true terrors. Uh, and I will say that, like, these movies are very close. They're very close, um, but, uh, but didn't quite make it. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so we're going to look at the Titanic, the legend goes on and the legend of the Titanic, um, of the two, one of them is certainly more going to be more fun to talk about. I feel so we're going to save that one for a second. So the first one we're going to look at is called Titanic. The legend goes on from 2000. And, um, this one is directed by Camillo Teddy. And, uh, you know, we watched an English version, obviously for both these, and there's not a whole lot of background information on this. There might be a couple things I can throw out um, in, in how it ended up being presented, but it's not worth talking about at the top. So I'll just open the floor. Titanic, the legend goes on. What do we make of this masterpiece? Trash. <laughs> I would, because like, God, you know, I watch these pretty close to each other. And I feel like this one of the two 
is like so much more aggressively terrible mm-hmm. than the other one. Like as ridiculous as the other one is, that one actually has a plot. And like you will look at it and be like, holy shit, this is the maybe one of the worst plots I've ever experienced or come across. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but it's there. <laughs> but it's there. And you could say, like, I know the story here. There are so many characters and like plot lines and stuff in the in the legend goes on where like by the end of the movie, you kind of like forget that there's like this American detective floating yeah. around yeah. doing something. Yeah. And like there's uh, all these other characters involved, and like I didn't know what fucking thing about any of them when they were doing like the where are they now at the end of the movie i was like who are they who are these people and their names most of them didn't even have speaking lines when they were like this is what happened to this character like great great i care awesome perfect it's this is i would say that this is arguably the worst thing i've ever seen or will ever experience (laughs) there's it would be a um, it depends on how you define worse yeah because the other one is worst in different ways which we'll this get one, to and we'll me, talk about right now i will say this this one has like a three minute interlude where a dog raps oh my god and <laughs> so, i party time party it's, time everybody's feeling time. fine because it's party time party time <laughs> and repeat that party line time. over and over until you go insane and that's then, pretty much the only scene i want to talk about <laughs> yeah <in> this movie. <laughs> that, i think it was nominated for an oscar and they performed just it that scene that's, yeah the rest the, of it was thrown into yeah, it song. got a best song award best original song <laughs> nominee i the other thing too that's awesome is that song like is at the beginning of the movie when everything's still like a lighthearted, fun adventure but the people the boat actually sinks and people die in this movie yeah. and then they play they play that song in the credits <laughs> <laughs> so good so, so two points where it's just completely inappropriate yeah. hey it's appropriate okay, so... when everybody's having fun on the boat man that's not I a mean, problem then it's party time I would argue that it's not and I, we can get into that dude okay but there was that song and then they had another original song that they were very proud of because they played it four times yeah I think. It, it, that was their heart will go on yeah it attempt. sure was yeah oh man and it did not make that well, mark but they really really pushed it a lot we should also not forget the other original song mucho gusto played oh, by God. the mexican right. mice oh boy that's right oh how could i, I think forget? i think they tried to rhyme gusto with like shoes and said shusto or something <laughs> mucho i don't know gusto. so angry there was a lot going on in those musical so interludes. There were so um, many musical interludes, but they just are like, okay, and we did a little bit of plot. We get to celebrate now and just dance around a little that's bit. That's the formula, though. I mean, they're trying yeah. to be Disney, and that's well, what that, you it's, do. Well, it's yeah. funny. I'll, I'll come back to it, but it's it's not even entirely that. There, there's a little bit more weirdness to how that aspect of it came together. But, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're all in agreement that uh, both movies, but this one in particular, are terrible. I gave, uh, I gave the cast here, like, both movies and i gave them an order and this was the second one i gave with the idea of like all right watch this one second because as i understood it people seem to think this one was worse and i would say i think it is worse just because it's so much more boring than the other one the other one's like zany bad the other one like zigs and zags in ways like if you like bad movies you're like oh yeah this is a good shit (laughs) but like this one has a few moments like that but mostly it's just like Ah, I'm watching like just a really bad, boring cartoon right now. And there's still some stuff to talk about, but that's why we're leading with this one first, because the other one goes into some real fun spaces. (laughs) I do want to say I did like 
I'm, I'm very curious about know, where right, this is going. Right. Yeah. So the I think the animation for this one, uh, for the legend goes on. I'm not going to say it was better. Like artistically, it's not better, but at least it was more interesting. Like the characters, uh, you had different like sizes of characters. You had different. Uh, the the animation when zany things were happening was actually like they did something with the animation unlike the other one the other one visually was very boring they went some weird places but this one uh i at least it felt more amateurish in certain ways uh i would say made me I forgive mean, it more i thought this one had much worse animation um <laughs> worse technically yes absolutely yes. worse technically but like, more it was pretty much an onslaught of off-model grotesqueries. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, one thing I noticed when watching this movie, it, it dawned on me, was like, I think the most expensive aspect of animation is making things move naturally. It's so hard. That must Obviously, be it. Neither because, of these movies could figure that shit out. Yeah, and I think I think Legend Goes On was was way worse at that. And there's there's one I, moment there was... where a, a woman is clearly supposed to be walking, but it's she's just standing in place. It's very awkward. <laughs> yep. And and even in our uh, the quintessential party time scene uh, when they cut away to the the little mouse mariachi band, I mean. I don't know what it's supposed to be doing in those moments, but they, you know, they do a lot, the thing where they keep cutting back to the same like animation. Yes. They yes. use the and same cell like, There's a lot. more things. Both of them did that. Yes. Yeah. When, yeah. Uh, when the when the iceberg hit, they used the same shot of water rushing yes. through the ship like four times oh, in a yeah. row, and would like yes. flip it. Yeah. So you wouldn't or notice. Like when yeah. They're we know rowing, this movie. When she's rowing like the yes. lifeboat yes. at the beginning and the end of the movie, it's the same. Yeah like shot of her next to a kid that we've yep. never seen before at any point in the movie who yeah. like I was like oh that must be like the other main character and I you never see him nope. again that's the first time first so it's last just some, time you see them. just some kid but you see like her face <laughs> okay. and like you see the Labradors well, my... like crying on the boat like 28 times Dalmatians the, oh yeah that's well, right, quick, quickly yeah. on the animation I I had summations of like what I thought and this was just like they're everyone's right the animation is terrible in both terrible. of these movies <laughs> horrible some of the worst you've ever seen for yeah. something this long because the movies are like basically like an hour to 70 minutes a lot of that's credits at the at the back end there but it's like they're they're roughly like an hour to 70 minutes in length but you know usually if you see something badly animated on the web or something it's you're not seeing something like to this length but they're both badly animated and i had comments for like each that when I saw the first one, which we'll get to second, actually, I had a comment of like what I thought, how I classified it. I'll save that. And then when I hit this one, I was like, okay, how is this animation? And my comment was, it looks like an early 2000s web cartoon, but one yes. that lasts an hour. So yes. if you remember, if you were if you were around when when web cartoons were a thing, when the you know the dot com you know bubble was active, and the like dot com boom, yeah, shut up, Jack. When everybody was doing <laughs> when everybody was doing shit, and like they were like bringing the critic back on the web and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And there was a lot like they were trying to do like flash cartoons and stuff. So like Homestar Runner obviously was amazing, and they did great animation. But there was a lot of sites that were just like I don't know we can pull it off with like five frames and it's like you did not but that's like but those web cartoons would be like a minute or two minutes and they never looked good but maybe they're funny or whatever or they're not but here it's like it's that but it's for an hour yes. plus yes so that would be my summation for this one 
There so is an 82-minute cut. rephrase what I was saying. Uh, no, of <laughs> so course, you would know that. The American version. Yeah, I did great. read that, yeah. Yeah, the American version is only 58 minutes, I think, thankfully. Plus, so, plus 12 minutes of credits. Plus 12 credits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what what I mean about this one that we're talking about the uh, the legend goes on is that okay yes the animation is terrible I meant the characters like when they built characters that are right. at least different looking and fun looking yes. that's what I mean I yeah. the animation is yeah. awful for both because you would get some interesting um, Ren and Stimpy close ups yes. in, in Legend Goes yeah. On where it's just exactly like, <laughs> kind of creepy everybody's got cleavage like were, too. Um, trying a little harder yep. so much why why is this <laughs> this movie is so booby it's so, so booby it's both like wait, wait, whoa, 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 oh whoa, whoa, here here both of them because when i got to this one which again was our second in order my comment was these movies are really fulfilling the cleavage quota because there is a lot <laughs> in both of them yes there's like the animators were clearly very horny for this one character or they're just oh, yeah. italian <laughs> but for one for one for the singer there's the singer character yes. who oh, i don't understand she's got the some point pans, that one dude yeah. it's definitely a jessica rabbit situation where it's yeah. like that dress is painted on well, dude. I, I think in this movie there was so many characters that were just like straight ripoffs of like yes all sorts of things I've main seen character before. was anastasia yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rip you up. had Corel Deville in there. Yep. You had oh yeah, you I, got, I had a guy named Gaston. They had like I, yeah, yeah like... I, I didn't think about yeah. You're right. Like <laughs> I I did definitely think that 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 the one lady was giving a Corella vibe, but I wasn't thinking it was intentional. But I'm sure you're right that that's yeah because the Anastasia thing I could see um, Gaston. I caught the name, but I didn't think yeah. oh this is like clearly by design. But the one I did catch, and it makes sense with what you're saying, Eric. There's a part. So both of these movies have fucking talking mice. That that's another thing that they share. <laughs> so it's, much it's talking like mice. Tits and talking mice. That's that's <laughs> big in Italy. Um, tits, talking mice, Titanic. Yeah. Boom. The, I mean, it, the the biggest success they ever had in Italy. Tits and talking mice and eighty billion dollars. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, there's uh, there's a part where one of the talking mice in this is like just randomly getting chased around a uh, a kitchen it, there's no like lead up to it it just like happens and it's by a chef who's trying to kill him and you mm -hmm. could immediately go to like oh that's kind of like ratatouille which came way later but it's like no what that actually mermaid. is is the fucking little, little mermaid. mermaid it's like that's yeah. like i had like mermaid. oh we have a cameo by the chef from the little mermaid <laughs> yeah but yeah you're <laughs> right Eric, Dalmatians. like <laughs> yeah but like the cruella Deville type character i i thought yeah the way she looked and came across and then you have mm -hmm. and i I mean, and maybe... she had like little evil stepdaughters for step like sisters. Cinderella. Yeah, step sisters. And didn't yeah. she yeah. have? Didn't Cruella Deville have like um, her little like minions, the two guys? Yeah, yes. yeah, yes, yep. absolutely. And, and one one and was like, like fat, and one was skinny, yeah. right? Yeah, in, mm -hmm. in Hunter One Dalmatians. Yeah, thinking, eh? Yeah. yeah, and there was even one like yeah. at the end. I caught it was like a uh, just a shot they had. Um, I don't think it was a character the whole time. There was a little girl that was just basically dressed like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Like it was like that oh. costume you could like pick out in the like uh -huh. yellow one or yellow dress or the uh, like, like the blue one yeah the yeah, blue, white, yeah 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 you're right yeah when yeah. she sits on the box just... and like crushes Corella's <laughs> hand for some reason is that the one <laughs> yeah, that was good on the lifeboat uh, I it was I the... think so yeah it was something somewhere at the end where I was just like yeah. oh they got that too oh and this movie also has a character the Anastasia character wears a lock it with a blue like right. uh image you know like kind of pendant or something thing around her chest which is very very similar to the heart of the mm -hmm. ocean from titanic mm -hmm. which yes. cannot be an accident 
not at <laughs> all. One thing I'll say about that, uh, that locket was a part of the plot because it was stolen by the villain. And he gave it to the a singer, woman the boob singer, who didn't yes. care that there was just a picture of some random woman I know, in right? it, because it was like a picture of the girl's mom, and that's why she wanted it back. And I like but that, like that woman. I like that the captain and like the care. first, the first officer all got involved in the mystery too, where the first, where like uh, the main yeah. woman would go to the she went to the main deck to like the where like they. The, their officers all were and she was like talking to the first officer like i lost my locket and he was like okay great and then uh like later, <laughs> in, the movie, later in the movie he corroborates the story and was like it's true it's her locket. it's like they had nothing else to do but like <laughs> hang out with these yeah. that's why that's why the boat crashed <laughs> her name was angelica by the way they didn't even yes. try like anastasia angelica oh, her name was angelica yeah. like that's they're not even trying they're just like, yeah, we just ripped him off. What are you going to do about it? Fight us. Yeah. Uh, Apparently nothing. I don't know how litigious Disney was feeling about these. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not on their radar, but. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, just so the plot we haven't even gotten into, the non-boat sinking plot, I guess I should say, um, is that this angelica person is with her stepmother and two evil stepsisters and they're going on the boat and they are thieves and they're trying to like rob everybody on the titanic and there's a detective who's trying to find the people who are robbing everybody and there is angelica is uh she's trying to find her parents yeah Yeah. she's like oh that's yeah so oh my god yeah (laughs) in the beginning (laughs) she's talking with her uh i think aunt corinthia aunt corinthia it's not stepmother but aunt corinthia um she's like looking at her locket forlornly and uh the aunt's like stop looking at that you'll never find your precious mother and the two steps are just going your precious mother like like it's of her. so weird so weird and uh, she, just I quite, as you that did that call out it's very uh that was very iago from aladdin <laughs> problem with your daughter <laughs> totally yes <laughs> Oh, God. It was so they're just horrible to her. And she drops her necklace and the weird guest on mustache man finds it. He's, I think, William's uh, butler, maybe. William is obviously the cute, handsome blonde man she's going to end up with because he's a Uh, good guy. And he saves mm -hmm. a little boy from falling over the edge. And he has a nanny. And that nanny happens to mention how her long lost daughter, she hopes she's happy. Hmm, I wonder. Are they gonna oh, that be... forgot they wrapped that I, shit. I up did the not. Yes, they yeah, did. I totally God. like. I glossed. I did over not. That part cause... I did not catch anything with like a lost daughter. So when it happened yeah. at the end, and like so, the girl finds her secret mother. Yeah, I, I like, thought it just. I thought there was yeah. no setup, and I thought it just oh, randomly was. was just like yeah. she's there now, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. That tracks for this yeah. movie. <laughs> it was no. very room moment. Like right. just, we'll just throw this Ugh. bit of drama in there. Now she mentions it. She's in the room with William. They're in his estate room. I don't know what they're called on the friggin' boat. Oh, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, I got something on that. But go ahead. Uh, so he's in the. They're in the room, and he's talking about how he met a girl. I think this is all the same scene. And she's like, "Ah, oh, my daughter. I hope she's happy." And he's like, "You'll find her someday." And then they just moves on and yeah. talks about himself. Okay. Some more. <laughs> so I I didn't catch that bit, but what I did catch at the end though. So so they uh, so our Anastasia girl like has been searching for her mother. Randomly finds her, ends up on the lifeboat, escaping the, the Titanic, boat. same boat. <laughs> and then the mother sees the locket and then starts like wistfully saying, "Oh, I didn't want to give you away. I I had to, and all this kind of shit." Anyway. 
the girl has been chasing after William, you said. Um, yeah. So there's like, you know, like a potential boyfriend type deal that's been going on. And then he's lost at sea after the sinking. They don't know if he's dead, if he's uh, alive somewhere, if he's like floating out there. And they find somebody that they think might be him. And then it's not. It's just some dude with fucking red it's hair. It's the detective. Yeah, it's the detective. Um, but anyway, so they, <laughs> they they eventually find William. And the so the Anastasia's mother character says like, Oh, I, I, you know, I've, I raised him and infused him with all the love that would have, would have been given to you. And I'm sitting there thinking like, well, wait a minute, this girl's all hot and heavy for this dude. And now like this guy's basically like her mom's son. So it's like, why did you introduce this as an element to the plot? Like, why can't it just be, oh, oh, this this is my baby. That all flies over there. I know, but like, it's so weird because like. Like that, the the lady could have been associated with that guy. He could have been like helping her, or she's like taking her somewhere. Like he's a business associate. Like there's so many ways they could have known each other that didn't have to be like I yeah, raised him so from many. a young man, and now it's like oh, but honey, you get with him. I yeah. I, I, I changed his diapers, but you yeah. get with him now. Well, that's the thing about the last like. 10 minutes of this movie before the credits like you're talking about how boring like the first 46 minutes are the last 10 minutes are like a roller coaster going at like 250 miles an hour and you're just like holding on because once the boat sinks you get in a matter of like two minutes you get the stepson line where or like this is my son basically and you're gonna bang him now and then you're like, oh, what the? You're like, what? And then out of nowhere, they're like, look, the dolphins. And then these dolphins just oh start swimming up and like chirping. And everybody's like going like, oh, yeah, dancing for the dolphins. <laughs> like it's, like it's then, still not a dire situation. <laughs> that, like there are still like 1,500 dead people out in the ocean. Yeah. And, and you and don't then, know if a rescue boat's coming. It's yeah. just you're in the middle of freezing ocean on a lifeboat. God. And then and then there, and then you're like, oh, there's William, and it's a guy dressed just like him, but it's the detective. Then he they bring him up on the boat, and they're like, oh, in one man, of his many not... excellent disguises. Yeah, yeah. Gene Parmesan. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, that guy's William. And then they pull William up. But, like, the way he gets on the boat is he literally rips the hair off the head of the detective. Like, he tears his hair out of his skull. And he goes, not the hair. Yeah, Yeah, it's so weird. It's his only thought. And then uh, there's – and then, of course, there's, like, the reconciliation between the chef and and the mice who all live on their little, like, crate. And then you're like, okay, great. Yep. And then – then they do a where are they now where they're like, here's all these people you don't know the names of or never remember seeing in the last 40 minutes. Here's what happened to them. But the best part about the where are they now segment is that it ends with that little kid who's narrating going bye for now and see you soon. And then yeah. you get the, then you get to hear party time again. I can't even. Like, I thought, wrap it, my I thought head it was around. a threat. I was yeah, like, I, like this, no. I don't want to see you again. I'll see you in your nightmares. At first, before he introduces it, he's like, wait, you can't end the movie yet. You got to find out what happens to oh, everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you don't. I was no, so okay, ready to turn it off. And then he said that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. I missed the part you're talking about because I knew that they basically the credits, they showed deleted scenes. And so I just kind of like started skimming the credits to see like, oh, is there anything like you but lucky it, it, bastard. it looked like a bunch of just junk. So uh, I, yeah, I did. I did. I did tune on a little bit for party time, just to get a little bit, a little extra God. taste of party time. Uh, 
Can I we, do have okay, to find that let, song. A quick note on party time. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Party God. time. Party so time. Down, Everybody's just, feeling fine because of party time. <laughs> so uh, let me write. Let me tell you what I wrote down as I was as it was happening. I wrote, "Oh no, oh no, rapping dog," <laughs> and then I wrote down some of the lyrics, and I, which I regret. And then in all caps, I said, "I hate this." This is some real poochie bullshit. Am I suddenly <laughs> on drugs? I was so mad. All right. So on this, since we're in this space, I'll, I'll just go ahead with it. All right. So this is like pulled directly from Wiki. There are two English versions done with the same cast, an uncut dub and a drastically cut and re-edited dub. The latter one features an altered plot with entire scenes edited in different sequence, removed, reused, or placed before other scenes. Additional dialogue and various one-liners were added into originally silent scenes, along with new music scores and wacky cartoon sound effects. While the uncut mm-hmm. version is 82 minutes long, this version was shorted, shortened to 58 minutes, plus 12 minutes of credits showing some deleted scenes, bringing the runtime to 70 minutes. So that, I think, is why people tend to say this is the worst of the two, because I think that the, uh, if you, we were to see the original cut, I'm sure it's a bad film, but basically it was like a bad film that the, they then just kind of like cut and pasted shit in random places, and then they put like zany cartoon sound effects, that goofy so one-liners, and yes. I'm pretty sure, I didn't say it here, but I think I read it somewhere else, I'm pretty sure all those musical numbers were added. I yeah. think yes. the English so, style is different. Yeah. yeah. So 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 yeah. party time and mucho gusto and whatever the other one were like inserted on top of this already bad movie, and then they just st- feel so stylistically different. But they also feel like Eric, when you mentioned like, oh, they're following the Disney format of we need happy songs. I think that was like an American decision. Whoever the distributor mm-hmm. was or whatever, it's like, oh, well, we need to be like Disney here, so we need we need party time because we need a be our guest number, so we need uh, something uh, like that. And so the original, like- I'm sure, is total dog shit. But <laughs> I think the reason people point to this one as being like the worst of the two is because it's not just a bad film on its own merits. It was like already bad, and then they went and made it worse. But like, what in the world would convince somebody or compel somebody to like say? in this movie about the Titanic, we should have put in like a rap song. This is what I can't understand. Why for either of these movies, did they think their base needed to be the Titanic? Like, Oh, you know how we tell the story we want to tell definitely needs to be on the sinking boat. Titanic. Well, again, it's, it's because of the success of Titanic. So it's, it's, they, they think, I mean, if you, you brought up Anastasia and that's like a famously tragic story that they turn into a successful film. So it's like, and Hunchback of Notre Dame, we talked about this on Facebook not too long ago. Like, I do not like that movie because of how much they butchered the real story. But Disney did make a successful adaptation in the sense that, like, people do enjoy it and it was financially successful. So these companies, they're just trying to, like, literally make a buck. If they make this movie for, like, $500,000 and they're able to make, Mm -hmm. like, two mil on it, they're fucking ecstatic. Right. That's true. It's just they took these stories that are totally irrelevant, put them on a boat. And uh, like wrapped up the story, then they're like, "Do do do!" Oh, right, we gotta sink the boat. Like they just like it's just tacked on at oh, the end for both of yeah. these. Yeah, in this one especially because yes. you're like yeah. 50 minutes in and you're like, "Uh, what's you guys forget like, something? They, yeah, is this gonna happen? Is this gonna be like the other? Oh one no, or they, they get like... to the harbor in this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a different like, Titanic. There's a there's a moment like somewhere in the middle where somebody hands the captain a note about. About like icebergs, you know, a, a foot, and he's just like, ah, don't worry about that, nothing to worry about, my dear. And then he just goes about deal. goes about hanging out with the other 
people in the ship and then yeah then you get like a real quick cut later on to just like some real panicked crew members being like oh shit an iceberg and then and both of these movies <laughs> both of these movies show the ship ship sinking in like 10 seconds everybody immediately panics so like i for as insane as these yeah. movies were i think i was most offended by like how little they even cared about cared about like the reality yes. of the titanic yes where it was like they didn't Although, there was like no time yeah. spent on yeah. that where it was like at least could you at least let the captain at least go in down this one right yeah at least in this one uh i feel like they did a little bit of homework on the order in which it like fell apart and sank because it's like Okay, yeah, uh, it started sinking. Okay, and then it broke in half. And then the, the big tube fell. Like, it was like, okay, all right. So at least you, like, have some awareness. Whereas they the tried. other one is just like, we can't get into it yet, but it yeah. didn't even... Yeah. Really, we we, gotta, say, we gotta save it. I'm we pretty sure it. the other one isn't based in reality <laughs> and what really happened. Unless everybody... <laughs> unless, I have. <laughs> unless everybody who was in the real Titanic all took an oath to never speak about what really happened. <laughs> I choose to believe. I want to believe. Okay. Uh, okay. A couple other stray notes I've got on this was the uh, really thick, stereotypical Mexican accent oh on God. some of the mice. Like, like Dude. we are in yeah. like like sub speedy Gonzalez territory. Uh-huh. Um, and then the uh, other bit. Uh, this is another random thing. So like, I think I think it's when the Anastasia girl gets her locket. Like, I think like a mouse and like maybe a crow or some shit like find her locket or find something but then she like goes and gives them a kiss and i was yes. like yes let's oh, go yeah. kiss the filthy ship rats <laughs> like yeah. like i mean yep. these are not talking yep. animals yep. where they talk to people and it's like oh these are my pets it's like no from her point of view these are literally just filthy animals oh, i think she talks to them does she i think she i think so okay. I think she, she talks to them but them. i don't think she understands them. <gasps> really i, mean, I could be wrong i, mean, I talked to my uh, cat but he doesn't talk back right. so <laughs> no this one this one i believe yeah you're you're right eric is that they they talk to her, but she doesn't. It's not like in the first one where yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, well, I I need to talk about party time. Because <laughs> God damn it! More. Yeah, Eric's it's, got it's some notes. Time. Oh my god! Everybody's feeling um, fine. So go ahead, Eric. <laughs> going on what you were saying, Jack, about how that moment kind of overtakes you second by second, and you're like, yes. oh no, oh no, oh no. The I mean, it pretty grows. much broke my reality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we're we're about 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah. I think we're just being introduced to the the little mice characters. There's like a mouse family, you know, on a journey to the Titanic. And the mouse is about to get eaten by a cat and a dog. Um, And a bigger dog comes and, like, shoos them away and saves the mouse. And then the mouse says to the dog. Yes, thank you. I needed this line. If it were not for you, I would now be in someone else's digestion. (laughs) um and then after that the dog for some reason because the next time we see this dog and for the rest of the movie his character is kind of like he's like the leader of the animals on the boat he's like taking charge he's like he's not the guy that raps (laughs) so that doesn't make sense but within the scene it's basically like he saves the mouse's life and then he's like all right this is what you need to know about surviving on this ship. And that is that it's party time. So the whole, the whole, the whole idea and the context of the musical never makes no sense. Like he just bursts out into it and you know, 
it's 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 very weird animation. They keep cutting away to him in like a basketball jersey and backwards. <laughs> yes. Yeah, where he's just kind of like he's like a noodle. He's like this amorphous blob just kind of moving around. Animation and, style, like clearly yeah. just thrown yeah. in. And then they cut away to like the mice, the mouse mariachi band, and they're just kind of spasming out like wildly. It's um and there's like the geese they cut away to, and there's just all sorts of. And then you're trying to hear the lyrics, but the the sound mix is really bad, and you just hear like it's party time, it's party time, and that like that. <laughs> I, it lasts like two or three minutes, Forever. and I just like oh, it's a full song. I, yeah, oh, I was God. like pretty untethered from reality at that point, and then like <laughs> yes. I just couldn't yes. <laughs> couldn't make. And it was just like that scene in all of its like jumbled madness was like stuck in my head the whole next day. <laughs> and then they like, expect I you to just go right back to the normal plot again. Yeah, yes. now now about, we're back. Like, and you're just supposed to be like be okay with that and not like, <laughs> like it like wasn't just party time and didn't minutes. destroy yeah. you. It's it's Poochie like... sure is a real righteous dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's so proactive. God, hated it so much. Yeah, see, I I genuinely hated this. I thought that there was like, there was stuff in the other one when we get to it that I was like. Oh, this is really terrible and stupid, but like, in in like you were saying, in like in like a fun bad movie way. This I just like aggressively hated because <laughs> there's like nothing redeemable about this. Although I will be trying to find some cuts. I'm definitely gonna like get the MP3 of Party Time. Oh <laughs> I, gen- I like Great. genuinely. Oh, I I, I legit could I could make that in about five minutes, and I will gift it to all of you. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I need. Great. I am a Party Time. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I will be taking that song with me, but yeah, yeah. Other than that, I mean, this is just so like, and and it's like deeply offensive. Like even even like oh, yeah. somehow the other one is like less offensive than this one to yes. to like well the disaster. It's weird. On that note, I did see uh, I did see uh, there. The, you know, all the critical reviews are obviously horrendous. I mean, I was just seeing a little bit on Wiki, but I'm sure there's more out there. But one that I liked was Christopher Campbell of IndieWire wrote that the film was, quote, inappropriate for children and that, quote, it's so terribly written and drawn that it's offensive to the Titanic's memory. Amen. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, Amen. no doubt a Titanic survivor or two has seen these movies. And Ooh, I just, like, right. their thoughts when uh, they were, like, 90 uh, years old. I don't old. know. In 2000, well, though, that, that they, they would like, have to have been yeah. over, ni- over 90. The last titanic survivor i died in 2009 and okay uh, so but would they have seen this movie well that's the thing is like do you think like 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 they would have seen james cameron's titanic but (laughs) well do you think like a 90 year old titanic survivor was watching this like kind of not there mentally at that point at 90 something years old and saw party time and was like i remember that's how it happened That's exactly what happened. I I was in that car with that boy Jack, and this dog started singing, and we stopped right in the middle, and we watched it. It was it was amazing. The windows Glorious. were so foggy that night. It was party time. He was right. Um, two things that just really stuck out to me as being utterly ridiculous that we haven't touched on yet. I'm gonna touch on the the. Less ridiculous one first. This is a stupid thing for me to get mad about, but I was real mad about it. So, um, Angelica, the Anastasia character, uh, she wants to go to the 
ball or something because this is really just a very secretly not so secretly cinderella story so she wants to go to the ball or whatever uh so that she can see will uh who when he introduces himself says i'm william will for short and i'm like no shit sherlock anyway <laughs> so he, she wants to go see will but she's got nothing to wear which her stepsisters remind her by going you've got nothing to wear which is very <laughs> weird um so she's being sad about this to like her surrogate grandma that she's bunking with and the surrogate grandma's like, wait a minute. And like, pulls I got this, this dress. <laughs> got this style. dress. I think it'll fit you. And granted, this woman is like, I don't know, two feet shorter, maybe two feet wider. Cause she's older and she's, you know, just like, she, ca- she comments, she says, I used to have a lovely figure. I used to have a figure, but here's what, well, like, here's she's what I got. kind of like the over. grandma from the Tweety Bird, Sylvester. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks Granny, like that. Yeah. Granny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So here's what I can't stand. So you're going on this transatlantic journey, right? What are you going to pack with you in your very small suitcase that you're taking on third class? Sure, yeah, I'm going to take this dress that I cannot wear and have not worn for decades. (laughs) Like, why? That's a a fair critique. I'm fine with that. That's solid. I didn't think of it, but it's solid. So angry. And then the other piece is... She may uh, have been preparing for party time, though, Jack. You have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Could be. I've heard on Titanic it's it's often party time, so i got to be ready. That's right. Uh, the other piece, I just was like, what is happening? As we mentioned, there is the uh, lounge singer who, for some reason, has a very large part in this movie. She's in a lot of it. Oh, and... I, I, know oh I think I know the reason. Quite, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, but she's not really. Two she's reasons, not a, really. <laughs> she's not a good character, is she? No. I think she's, she's, yeah, she's a bad character. Right? She's, no, no, well, she's, she's a, confused. She's, a... she's confused because she gets yeah. a gift and then she thinks it's not stolen. And, <laughs> and then, then she's like, this... you lied. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. Oh, Who's God. this lady in this locket? Okay. <laughs> We're ignoring the whole bullshit locker or locket thing. So, uh, during the ballroom scene, Will and Angelica are dancing, and the lounge singer is singing. And as we've mentioned, she's very well endowed in the chest. And and, and there's a lot of cleavage going where it's like, it's, so it's, 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 it's out there. So And like side yeah. boob, and like she, her dress is so skimpy, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Anyway. And for that time period, pretty uh, <laughs> salacious. You're right. Scandal. And everything yes. else about this is so like well done and researched about the time period. So right. yeah, you're right. That really stood out. Um. So well, she was Will... showing a lot of ankle. We have to remember that too. <laughs> Will and Angelica are dancing in front of this woman, and the animators made sure that no matter where uh, Angelica and Will were, the boobs were still in the scene. <laughs> like they would like shift from side yeah. to side, so that at all times every cell had a very clear shot <laughs> of this woman. They know what bosom. the people want, and by the people, <laughs> I mean Italian children. they even had the boobs going for like so ridiculous like that scene where the ant is like changing her dress and they they do an overhead shot and you just see like her big bosom Uh, yeah and you're just like all right (laughs) i guess let's go uh, did anyone else um i i can't remember what part of the movie it was it's probably towards the end or the middle when the the two protagonists are falling in love and they kiss and they have a really like kind of gross creepy animated kiss like they show yes. their lips moving Ugh. and stuff and like <laughs> stuff it's right like inappropriate for kids like when you have the two characters kissing 
and they're trying to show like the lips moving as they're pressed together <laughs> and it's very weird i'd have to t- i would love to talk to somebody who saw this when they were like i mean i, I don't know i mean because i'm You'd pretty have to go sure to the asylum for that all right yeah. Steve? none of them are okay yeah. i'm i'm pretty sure like in beauty and the beast there's like a lot of tongue kissing between bell and the beast right like in beast mm-hmm. form what? like that happens so, right? yeah, uh... yeah probably. no i i know it <laughs> i know it because but... i've I've animated some of that myself <laughs> in my spare time. Uh, last one tiny little thing. Okay, you could definitely tell that this that now that you've said it was stitched together and did a bunch of weirdness, you can really tell because there are scenes where pe- characters will just walk out in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> like someone will still be talking and they'll show the other character just leaving. Just like, Oh, the grandma Bye. said that. <laughs> that. When they're on the deck at one point that like yes. uh, surrogate grandma or whatever is like, I gotta go. I don't feel so good. Like she walks yes. away into the like, <laughs> just, and Will's still talking to her. Yes, he continues the conversation as she's leaving. Like, oh my what's, god, what's going on? Oh. <laughs> which uh, which movie do we think had the better uh, cutaway computer animated Titanic? Oh god, <laughs> they're, they're oh, both the real CGI. bad. <laughs> both real bad. Uh, which All one right. had the? It was the other one because the other one had the. It was extensive. Any 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 guys. final yeah. things? Because we need to we need we got to switch gears here. We've got a lot to say on uh, on the legend of the Titanic. We ready? I'm checking. I'm checking. I, I don't think I have anything else. All right. If you think of anything later, we can cycle back in. We'll just have to be clear uh, with everyone listening. Uh, so we are switching gears here to the legend of the Titanic, which is from 1999, Italian. Uh, as I said, um, it is directed by Orlando uh, Corradi. Boom. And oh. Kim Jae-ok. Uh, so there was like a Korean co-animator on this one. Um, and then my like joke name for this episode, which I landed on with watching this one first. But then when I hit the second one, I was like, oh, it's even better. My joke name is An American Tale, Fifel Goes Down. Because both these movies feature fucking talking mice. Yep. And like if anyone remembers ever watched like the Fifel movies is uh, American Tale, Fifel and American Tale, and then American Tale, Fifel Goes West. But one thing I caught is both these movies feature mice boarding the ship of the Titanic, yes. like either a plank or like a rope thing. And there's a yep. very famous shot in the original American yes. tale that they used on the poster of where Fifel and his family, they aren't on the Titanic, but they're like, go, they're boarding a ship to like go to America. Um, you know, they're immigrants is the story in that. And so they're clearly, we were talking about the references or just outright plagiarism of the other one. Both these movies were clearly pulling from that. And An American Tale, I think, was like late 80s, 88, 89, 87, somewhere in there. And then Fifel Goes West was maybe like 91 or something. But still, they they were both very popular animated films. So even though they weren't Disney, it was still something that these animators were like, yeah, those were popular. Let's steal some shit from that. Yes. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll jump into this one. Uh, Lots and lots to say. Only thing I will say that I, I assume no one on the panel would have noticed this. Um, so I, I grabbed the cast listings for both. Just, I kind of do it as a matter of course, just in case I need like character names or something. Nobody you're going to recognize even in the American like version, the English dub or anything. But I did notice something really interesting. So in this movie, the legend of the Titanic, 
Um, there is someone who plays a character of Maltravers, who I can't remember which guy that was, the villain maybe. He's the I think. villain. The the ice, and guy. then Mr. Ice, which we'll get into Mr. Ice extensively. <laughs> okay, great. So that Mr. those two ice. characters were voiced by a voice actor named Gregory Snegoff. Okay? And so I had watched that movie first, and I just grabbed the cast listing. And then when I went to watch the other movie that we already did... I grabbed that cat's cast listing and the character of Fritz and Jeffrey, who I couldn't fucking tell you who those were, bet those also were the, played were by Gregory Snegoff. Whoa. Gregory Snegoff. So one guy wow. was in both of these terrible Titanic movies as a voice animator. What a yeah. feat, so sir. What a feat. <laughs> um, he just justifies right, it so, by uh, paying, putting his kids through college with that. Like, that go. was what yep. he, all right. you know. But we will uh, we will launch into the legend of the Titanic. Uh, what do we make of this one? It looked like oh, trash. Shit. <laughs> That's what That's... you said for the first one, isn't it? Eric? Yes, yes. <laughs> correct. It looked it looked like garbage, and I was I was like as I was watching it, it's like okay, so this came out around the time Fievel goes no, just an American Tale came out it had to because it's like pulling from so much and well, the no, it's, it's so bad it's more than 10 years okay sorry i know ahead. i yeah. looked it up i and i was shocked uh i could not believe it came out in 1999 it looks so bad for 1999 like just awful the it's animation like, it's is like also yeah really like the bad. 80s like like a like one of those like barbie animated movies yes. or something or like yes. a saturday morning cartoon like so so i said at the beginning of the other one that i had a comment for each of the animation that i like classified yes. it and so this was the one out of the gate for me was the animation looks cheap and terrible. It's like if someone rotoscoped the Chuck E. Cheese robots, nothing moves naturally. Like every character moves in a way that is Yuck. not real, but then it ha- but but then the style of animation almost looks like rotoscoping. Like it's like they're they're yes. people, but it has this so kind of like weird. weird like almost like it's drawn over top of you know, it, it doesn't like Disney is very flowing and stuff. And obviously we know that's like they're not moving like humans in like a, a rotoscope way, but it's very flowing and natural. This, like, like I said, has this like weird staccato, like, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese robots. That's my best thing. Yeah, it was very good. It's a very good analogy because it's trash. Oh, and there's so many times where mouths are moving. Or sorry, mouths aren't moving, but there are lines happening, and the characters are just frozen there. And I'm like, what? What's going on? Oh yeah, I, the dubbing in the animation doesn't match up Oof. in the slightest. Oof. But I will so say on this one, I like the voice acting a lot more than I did in the other because this mm. one has a lot of like really weird moaning that the characters do, like <laughs> at different points, like where like like the gypsy man. Steve's here for the cleavage and the moaning. <laughs> These are all highly sexualized movies and I'm here for it. The, if only we could have like gotten that, like, some milk in here for you, Steve. Well, like <laughs> you know how like it, it almost like that was like a feature of like older animated stuff where like sometimes the voice actors would like make like like noises that humans would make there would be like oh, oh, you know like almost uh-huh. like you know mm-hmm. what I mean like it was like an old Yeah element of but like in this it's like yeah. really like evident like where like the gypsy man when he has the glove he's like oh and he like always does these like weird like breathy moans and stuff and well, i'm like I feel like it was i'm into a that a little bit anime like it was like yes. it was an anime like a, a whiff of anime like yeah the, like the lacroix the, of uh, anime is what this movie yeah. was yeah and, and so those elements make sense because they do that a lot in anime 
Yeah, and so you get that. I thought the and I'm not. I'm not I thought opposed. the voice acting was terrible. I don't know if it was worse than the other. It would be hard to say, but I will say there was one character in particular that made made it jump out to me, and it's within the first few minutes. There is a rich, stuffy guy who oh, is no, no. like the main girl's dad. And the, yeah. the, the, the but voice that's my acting of it guy. is maybe some some of the worst I've ever heard. It just did not so sound bad. convincing. Yeah. It's like somebody no, trying no. to be like a blustery dad of like, oh, we'll see here, Dada. But it's like, but it's not that. Like what I just did, I would have got done a better job than what this yes. guy did. And I can't even like replicate it. It was just so off so and not. You're talking about the character. You're talking about like the main character's dad. Yeah, the, the Duke. The, the, yeah, the Duke. The Duke with yeah, the where big, he's always you know, like. Yeah, where he's always like, mm, see, yeah, like yeah. he always like, like he's doing like and that. His really voice was really British. low, like you couldn't hear him as well. Uh, yeah. uh, like uh, it's uh, very soft uh, and like, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jack, Jack's uh, Jack's slipping into Elvis here. <laughs> I wouldn't. It wouldn't have shocked me if Elvis had shown up in this. That would have been very to fine save too. the day. Yeah, it's. But it was like that was more exciting to me than any of the voice acting in the other one this was like oh baby who's coming next like what and then like <laughs> then when mr ice shows up you're like uh, i mean i'll yeah. take this voice oh, yeah. too like this is great uh-huh uh-huh uh, all right where where do we want about... where do we want to start how, how do you right, how do you start is... this okay what i wanted to say was we didn't even talk about the conceit of this movie it starts off in new york new york oh, and they're yeah. playing that song yeah. And they, like, do all these weird zoom-ins. Uh, like, so you're in this New York apartment, and there's these mice, and there's a grandpa mouse. And uh, they want him to tell him tell them a story or something. Like, basically, the grandpa mouse is like, I was on the Titanic. Let me tell you all about it. Don't blow that whistle. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it summons the Iceman. Well, like, he doesn't tell <laughs> yeah. you. They, they have the whistle, and you do not find out what that whistle does until way later. Uh, on side note, it was mouse-sized in that scene, but it's human-sized in the – anyway. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Uh, sorry. I hope the somebody got fired for con- that blunder. Yeah. <laughs> the one small bit of continuity in this one. Um so then it flashes back to England when everybody's going on the Titanic and it's a bunch of mice. And then it's suddenly a bunch of humans. And I'm like, wait, is this a mouse story or human story? Which one is this? Turns out it's both, you guys. You got to pay attention to both or species. Neither. Or neither. Or neither is also true. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're introduced to a bunch of characters. I'm like, I don't care about them. I don't care about them. I don't care about them. But I guess I'm going to have to keep paying attention to them because this is the best the movie's got for me are these terrible characters that they're introducing me to. Thank God they really re- take it up a notch, though. Like halfway through, <laughs> thank once, God. Once the magic moonbeams come, <laughs> we got, we got, we got to build to that oh, one. God. All right, all right. <laughs> I will say, uh, from a starting point, though, the basic plot is the movie Titanic from 1997, yep. because you have a rich girl who yep. is uh, is being promised to a uh, another rich stuffy asshole. Uh, who's more villainous than uh, Billy Zane? I mean, Billy Zane was like kind of an abusive dude, but he wasn't like scheming and shit. This guy's scheming and shit. He wasn't trying to kill all the whales in the yeah, world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so you have a similarity there of like there's a there's a rich dude that she's supposed to be with who's awful, and then she finds a poor boy who she falls in love with. And, a gypsy boy. Well, I was about to get to that. So uh, I named him Gypsy Jack um, because of Jack Dawson. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, uh, I also commented that Gypsy Jack looks like Oscar Wilde as Dracula yes. because he has this like crazy get up. That's like really flamboyant, <laughs> oh, but is yeah. definitely in a very Dracula way, but some, some shades of Oscar Wilde. 
He also one of, one of our opening bits with Gypsy Jack. His actual character, his actual character is Don Juan. That is his character oh, yeah. name. That's right. I knew um, Juan. But uh, so the girl loses or drops a glove or something, and then the guy's dog, the dog picks it up it. and like brings yeah. it over to him, and then he just like gives this. Like, like hard sniff in of the glove where it's like, okay, this is like seeming pretty sexual. And and I was like, I was already writing a note that it was weird. And then he follows that up with, what a heavenly fragrance. And I'm yep. like, okay, we're five minutes in and we're yep. rocking and rolling today. Uh, to be clear, we're calling them gypsies because that's what they're called in the show. Like yeah. the whole time. Ro- Romani them is the, is the, you know, uh, accepted more preferable Correct. term. Yes. Yes. Andalusians, they, I think they say they're from Andalusia. Oh, really? Andalusia. Oh, yeah. okay. See, I just wanted to make clear, like, the movie consistently refers to them as gypsies, and this is from 1999. Yes. So and it's Italian. And it's Italian, so there's... Just wanted to make sure that was clear. We're not just being, gypsies. Yeah. Yeah. Juan. Oh, he's so weird. He's so weird. And the whole... He carries that glove around with him for a long time he sniffs and it a later lot. he sniffs it a lot and later he's caressing his own face with it like <laughs> deeply and intimately and it's very uncomfortable and then the do- yeah the dogs and the mice who all talk to each other have to conspire to get him and elizabeth together that's like yep most of the plot of i mean that's like that's the A plot, and then you got a B, C, D, E, F, G plots going on where you go A, – the A plot is let's get these lovers together, and the F plot is dolphins and sharks and whales are in a desperate battle for the ocean. <laughs> so, yes, there's, on there's, that there's note, stuff so, in between. so there's uh, her, her sleazy boyfriend or husband-to-be, uh, Maltravers – um, we initially just think that, okay, he's just like a jerk that she's being forced into marriage. And then we find out, okay, he's marrying her to get her money because her father is a Duke. And so he will like have access to that. But then we find out he's like scheming some secret shit. And before we really know like what's exactly is going on, the movie just gives us this little breadcrumb of when he's like talking to one of his like lackeys, like, there's no reason whatsoever the Duke shouldn't grant me exclusive worldwide whaling rights. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, the Duke How? has control over all the whaling rights in the world? All of them in the world? And the movie does backpedal on that a little bit because later yeah. later it's like, oh, it's just a, the whaling rights of his territory. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay, movie, I think you promised <laughs> yeah. something already. But, like, okay, fine, we're, we're, we're backtracking. All right. Also but, on the whaling has- thing, before we – before we get off the whaling too much and make sure we hit it, I do like at the end of this movie when the they whales. end up going back to the present or whatever with the old mouse talking to his grandchildren. Oh, they, they get real preachy about the whales. Yeah, so where preachy. the kids are like, oh, so all oh the God. whales were saved? And he goes, yeah. no. <laughs> That's not right. Still That's continues to, you, to this kids. day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's there's another line, I believe, by a dolphin, which is, we're engaged in a desperate battle to save our friends, the whales. <laughs> so you, you've been caught up in our cosmic war. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Aquaman died, we're all fighting for the dominion of the sea. Oh. And then, okay, back on Maltravers or whatever, I swear they said his name different every five minutes. I, 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 I uh, don't know. <laughs> Mal Travers, 
at one point, like, just to really hammer home, like, they really want you to know he's the bad guy, and they lay it on so thick, it's <laughs> yeah. insane. Like, just, they keep throwing it at you, You're like, hey, he's bad. No, but really, he's bad. He hates the whales, and he's bad. And he says this line, there's nothing else on earth that matters more than money and power. Everything else is just there to be used. And he's talking about marrying her, and it's just like... Yeah. Okay, we get it. He's a bad guy. Like, it's so overdone. It's co- everything, everything in this movie is over the top <laughs> in an unbelievable way. You do not know where this is going. You don't. You start this movie thinking, okay, it's going to be weird. You don't know. You have no clue. No clue. Nothing could prepare you for this. There's not a thing a person could Nothing. say going into this that no- would even remotely Nothing. get you ready. This uh, not at all. this is this is there are bigger surprises than this than sorry to bother you. I will state that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, There's one good lie at the beginning that I liked um, when when they're talking about Maltravers from a distance and it's the Duke and the woman and she's like, "Oh, I would never want to marry that that awful old snake." And she and oh, yeah. her dad's like, "But he's barely forty. And she's like, "Fine, middle aged snake." <laughs> That's a good line. That's a good line. <laughs> I, uh, I like the line that I, I thought maybe Jack would jump on this one. That's when uh, Mal Travers is talking to one of his henchmen, and the guy goes, You can count on say. me, boss. And he's like, I wouldn't count on you if you were an <laughs> abacus. If you put that in like Jafar's mouth or something, it so works. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. He's so abusive to oh, poor Jeffries or Jeffries or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. for a guy that does whatever he says, he's just shitting on him constantly. <laughs> he really yeah. does. Because like... he's a bad guy, you guys. Don't <laughs> yeah, forget. Right. Uh, since, of the movie. since we're on the subject of lines, there's another bit where um, one of the mice characters briefly, I think, I don't know if it's ever like carried through with anything, but I think briefly falls in love with he's he's Brazilian or something I think was the big thing but he's like he's like in love with our main girl or infatuated with her or whatever because because she's she's a beautiful lady um and his friend mouse says like she's a woman and you're a mouse and he says well if there's one thing I'm not it's a racist so we got that line (laughs) oh I didn't catch that and then he says what she is is a beauty and we Brazilians always appreciate beauty because yes. they make a big deal out of the fact that this mouse is a Brazilian mouse and he's really good at soccer. That's oh, yeah, right. That he had come not over. Not racist, to... though. And, like, and that he had like, and also like he had, he speaks to, doesn't he speak to like another mouse where he's like, I came over to yes. England yeah. to yes. learn the game, and they were like, you better not be changing the rules. Like yes. I, that had to have been like no. a real exchange between like, <laughs> like oh, and it was ripped from and, the headlines, Steve. Yeah, I don't. It and seems incredibly they offensive. All, he also called it soccer, and the England English wouldn't call it soccer. Another <laughs> continuity error in this excellent movie. <laughs> boy, oh boy! Be sure to read Jack's movie reviews for more <laughs> insights like this. <laughs> Yeah, the rope that the mice were climbing on to go on the boat was like three quarter inches, and like that would never be what they would climb on a glider like that. So, did you guys catch when one on. mouse really shamed another mouse for calling it a rope? Though I didn't even write down oh, really? what he called it. Yeah, it's like one mouse is like, "Oh, we got to get on the rope," and like the captain mouse is like, "We don't call it a rope." And I wrote down, "You dumb piece of shit! How dare you!" I do love that there was a Captain Mouse because I was wondering what he was Captain. He of. looked more right. like the like, actual just captain the room of the they were in. Yeah, he did. He, he yeah. had more of a look. The captain in this had only had a mustache. 
like an idiot. God, it was so stupid. <laughs> Took me completely out of it. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, basically, I think at this point, everything everything else we're going to be relaying, and this happens when we've done these kind of just crazy, out-there, terrible movies. Like, the plot, we, we've given you the idea that they're aping 90, 1997's Titanic as, as the core thing. We've got this plot against <laughs> trying to kill all the whales in the world. Um, and then we've got <laughs> funny talking animals doing shit and whatever. But so I think really what's, what this is going to devolve into is us just talking about random crazy bits. You're going to have to keep up as best you can. Watch this stupid Spoilers movie. Spoilers ahoy. Um, but I will say the movie is, I would say, pretty entertaining for how fucking out there and crazy it gets. So at this point, I'd say there's a couple big things we want to save, and I think we all know what those might be. I think we do. But uh, yeah. but let's let's talk about any other random things. I'll just kick it off with one, um, and this is not a big deal compared to where the movie goes. Not a big deal. But early in the movie, when people are boarding the Titanic, this dog character that we see at different points, we get him urinating on a crewman's leg. Yeah, which like right. we're in a very like kind of like this is def this one more than the other one. I feel is trying to ape Disney's look and style. Uh, yes. certainly of some characters explicitly. And so we have like, it's just weird. You're seeing that kind of like cutesy animation. Like if you see that in South park or something, you're just like, Oh, whatever. But you're seeing this cutesy animation and a dog's urinating. You actually see the urine, although it's not yellow. Cause we got to keep Spoiler. it classy for the kids, <laughs> but it's a big <laughs> flow. There's a lot of so piss. huge. The, dog, the dog's been drinking a lot of water. <laughs> it's a right. ton of piss. So that's my, uh, that's my one to kick off here. And what other? Well, what I love that scene. One? Yeah, um, in that scene because it opens with like the uh, the gypsies. We'll say are getting on. They're boarding, and I think a crew member, whatever that guy was, says, "Hey, you can't bring dogs on the boat." I believe is what he says. Yeah. And then three of the gypsies just like just get on top of him and tell him to fuck off. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> and then the dog itself pisses on him as it gets on the boat. And it's the like, dog's that guy, already up the ramp, and the dog all turns he did was back, just, and then just goes just, and pees yeah. on him, and then goes yeah. back on him. Like, what? He's just trying to tell you that what yes. the rule was, and they all just like, and he's got no power in that situation. I, I was like, this dog's kind of a too. dick. Yeah, he did somehow at some point when he was down peeing on him, somehow magically grabbed his hat also, and it made no sense. <laughs> oh, God, I think well, dog. I did write in my notes just in all cap caps dog piss so that was one of my favorite <laughs> notes so i was gonna go with that my only other my other one that i feel steve's like... notes are tits dog piss uh what, this what checks else we all have? the box moaning me, <laughs> the only the other note that i want to make sure we don't miss because i know there's all the big ones that will hit that i like at the end is when elizabeth and uh juan is his name juan. they get yeah. they get married i love that when they get married Spoiler. and they're leaving yeah, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> the uh, Juan, well, Elizabeth first, they're going in their carriage off to their honeymoon. And Elizabeth implores the captain of the Titanic, who survives, by the way, uh, to come with them. Insists. Insists. Like you have to get in this Get in this fucking us. carriage with us. We're all going to be boned. We're a thruple now. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and the captain's like, oh, and he, and he waltzes right in there. And then Juan tries to get the father, the, the Duke, Duke, to like, get you get in on this too. And like, he's like, well, I couldn't. And then, so he, he actually declines. But like, 
I love that the captain was like, shit, man, let's go. Where, where <laughs> are we going? Down. <laughs> you know, I, I've gone with fucking? the flow to this point, and it's worked out, so I'll just... Uh... <laughs> I mean, lucky for him, he does go because this movie ends with a pretty hilarious dance party Mm. that he's a part of. It sure does. It sure does. It's party time at the end. It was party time for sure. Uh, There is a there is a rodent dance party uh, somewhere in the middle of the film. We get one of those. So I love, and it's happening right on deck. Yes, it's just animals everywhere, and then no one says anything. Yeah, and is freaked out by all the animals suddenly just. That's actually one of my notes. I wrote down, like, well, first of all, I wrote down in all caps, oh my god, the music is bullshit. But also, I wrote down uh, that, so they finally get uh, Elizabeth and Juan to kiss, and they're like, great, now it's time for a party. And they have this mice orchestra, uh, and one, it's somehow loud enough for humans to hear uh, on deck, even though the mice are inside. It's not at all high-pitched. It sounds like normal instruments uh and it sounds like fake digital music like they didn't even get uh stringed instruments they just did bad digital music and be like this is mice orchestra and it makes none of it is any good it's so bad itchy plays scratchy's chest like a xylophone yeah, and clearly strikes Absolutely. two ribs in succession <laughs> and yet produces two distinctly different notes i mean yep. are we to believe yeah. this is some sort of magic xylophone <laughs> Well, I deserve in this. this case, yes, because yes. of moonbeams. So maybe that's all right. Do we want to so talk angry. about moonbeams? I got this. I got this bit, and I, I would love anyone to throw in. But I I've got, I've got the, the the actual quotes. So we've got Please. our main lady. God. Our main lady is um, uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay. So that is our. Um, you know, uh, they're they're pulling off Titanic. So what's what's the not Jack Rose, right? So she's she's very much in the style of Rose. Um, she is standing at, uh, the edge, you know, the deck of the Titanic somewhere near the railing. She has a tear. I don't know if she's sad about Juan or she's sad that she has to marry the asshole dude. I can't remember the set sit up. She just stormed out from yelling about like, they're like, you have to marry this guy. She's like, I don't want to. And no one cares about what I think and runs outside. And the captain's there like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. (laughs) They make it very clear. He's like super like embarrassed by it all. So yep. she, so a, a a couple tears fall down, and my note on this is: so her tears fall past her abundant cleavage. Yes, uh, which okay. this, this nice is this right right in there yeah, in the camera, right there. Right there. And I just mm-hmm. want to say real quick, listeners, you're not ready. That's all. Yeah. go on. You're Falls not past ready. her abundant cleavage, and then uh, into the ocean. And it lands on top of a smiling dolphin's nose. Like, and when I say smiling dolphin, I mean as Disney-fied, like very flounder from Disney, like that kind of look. A dolphin lands on its nose and it bursts into like sparkly fireworks. So it's like it's, it's a little teardrop and then it bursts into like all the colors of the rainbow. And so it goes out and then uh, she the dolphin starts talking to her and she's like, Oh my God, I can understand you. And then the dolphin explains to her and to us why. And the dolphin says, and I quote, you can understand us. Thanks to a net of magic moonbeams that caught your tears as they fell into the water. We added a little magic of our own and voila, the spell was cast. Like the tear magic didn't quite get it there with the net, but don't worry, we got some magic in our back pocket, we got a so we special got special something. Yeah, we cooked a little special sauce. 
crazy Jerry over magic there. Then. Let's the dolphins leap fifty feet in the air. I love that. Flap their fins as if they're and they just float in the air. Yeah. God. Uh, <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> all right. Anything? What, what do we got on magic moonbeams? Uh, like, nothing. It all tracks to me. I, I I had to rewind it and watch it. You know, more than once. <laughs> Oh my god! And it's like she's fine with it, and I couldn't handle it. I was like, "What's happening?" I'm like yelling at my computer as I'm watching this. It's a, just, it's pretty fucked up. Like it's like it's such so a weird. leap. It's such it a leap to take in this weird movie. If they had just started talking, if there had been no reason, yeah, and if, she had I just think started if they talking, just never explain why they talk. They just do, and then fine. we accept it. Yeah. Well, especially because you're already introduced to mice and dogs that can talk. Yep. And you're like, and oh, they can talk okay. amongst each other. Yeah, sure. like, great. And, like, the dolphin could have just been like, oh, yeah, you can hear me now. Like, I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, <laughs> like, to go fine. through the... I think, I don't know, whatever would have been better than the explanation. <laughs> it's so crazy. How come I can hear you? I don't know, whatever. What <laughs> 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 right. the fuck do you care? Just... I'm a talking dolphin. <laughs> So many Stop throwing that... trash in the ocean. <laughs> uh, so many things come from this. Uh, I'm trying to find the exact line. Yes, here it is. Okay, so for some reason, not only now the, the magic that the dolphins cast also works on literally every other animal in the vicinity. So she can talk to all the mice now and she can talk to the dogs. And so they're they're plotting. The animals and Elizabeth are all plotting to get her and Juan together. And... So at first they start talking and two mice are talking. They're like, all right, great. Now we get to see if they're soulmates. And the other mice goes, how do we know if they're soulmates? And the first mouse says, if their souls are truly united, he'll be able to understand us too. Uh, oh, sure. That. Why not? That yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that makes honest. sense. Okay. <laughs> it's, wow. Which, spoiler, he can. They're, they're soulmates. Look, this is, all, this is all in the Magic Moonbeam manual. If you read it, Jack, you would know. <laughs> The supplemental manual that you provided. Okay, but here's the other piece. So now I think we can segue into Mr. Ice. Because yes. the whistle yes, that we yes, mentioned yes. earlier is a special magic whistle that calls Mr. Ice to the boat. And Mr. Ice is a talking shark. Talking shark. Would you totally assume the magic, Brooklyn talking shark? Would the magic moonbeams moon have been utilized for evil then? This is... Okay, this is the problem. So the the... What Mr. Badman, Maltravers, whatever his butt, he, like, gives the whistle to his lackey. He's like, go call Mr. Ice. It's time. Or tell him to be ready for anything. Uh, and so the lackey goes to the edge of the boat, goes, whoo, and, like, the shark pops up. It's like, hey, I'm a shark. What are you doing? Shark uh, I'm talking. here to kill what people is- on your <laughs> orders. Kill people. Uh, and, but it's clear they've had a conversation before. They've it's used clear. Them in the past. They're talking with mm-hmm. each other, yeah. and it's normal. They've used them in the past. Where'd that magic boom beam situation happen? How are they talking? What's going on? Did 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 Tra- Maltravers like also cry in the ocean at one point? <laughs> or like maybe he peed in the ocean and that's what we Yeah, yeah right, yeah. That's... <laughs> Hell well, and when we when we're talking about this talking shark, here here's the here's the element that I enjoy about Mr. Ice, which there's not really an explanation for his name other than I guess maybe nope. that he kills people so it's like he's bad or maybe it's it's or to tie to the iceberg yeah you know why is he wearing why are they all wearing jail attire well well that's 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 what you're 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 jumping on me uh so that's what i'm saying so all the other i mean i guess the the mice characters wear clothes right 
Yes. Yeah, okay. So the mice characters wear clothes, but the dolphins... They're not animals, Lyndon. Well, the dolphins yeah, don't wear, wear clothes. clothes. The dolphins don't wear clothes. Well, the mice have is, like, the titties, dolphins don't wear... so everybody's got to be wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the dolphins don't wear clothes, and there's an octopus that we will get to very, fairly mm. soon. Uh, and, that, and that one doesn't wear clothes. But the sharks wear, like... Like they look like the Beagle Boys from uh, yes. DuckTales. They're wearing like that yes. style of like bank robber out of jail uh-huh. attire. And so my question was like, is this a street shark? Like with that and the <laughs> voice that he was giving is like, is that what's happening? I think I think the sharks were just striped. I think the the Mr. Ice had a hat. Yeah, but I don't know for sure if the rest of him was clothes. Okay. I think it might have just. But it was stripes. definitely like a like a jail type hat. Yeah, it was yes, an old time. Absolutely, which jail, gets stolen like, at some point. Yeah. Yep. And he gets really mad about it. Mm-hmm. I like that. And there's like a weird like yep. minute scene of him like getting really upset about his hat, and then another shark being like, "Don't worry about it." And it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what was the point of that? Audience. I need you to know, you think you've heard it all. You're still not ready for the rest right. of this well, movie. All right. Well, before before we launch into where we're, where this is all headed, um, <laughs> I have uh, I have one question, and I may have actually missed something. I don't know. But, all right. Mal Travers, we talked about that at the crux of it, it seems initially like, oh, he's just marrying this girl to, like, get at her money. Okay. But then we find out, no, he wants the exclusive whaling rights to the world. And then the yeah. movie backpedals a bit and is like, oh, well, it's just yeah. the whaling rights for this Duke's territory or whatever. And then he has the whole spiel about, like, you know, money and power and, you know, that's that's all that matters in the world and everything. But then eventually his plan becomes because, like, the girl isn't going to marry him and the father does this total 180. Like, in the beginning of the movie, the, yes! the dad's like, oh, you're yeah. going to marry him. And then the girl's, like, like goes up to him and then the dad's just like, oh, I would never force my lovely daughter to be in a marriage <laughs> she didn't enjoy. It's like... Bitch, you were doing that for the last five <laughs> years or whatever. Of course you were. Anyway, so just turns totally on a dime. He doesn't have to have his mind changed. He was just like, oh, I've been lying to you forever. <laughs> anyway, so at that point, Mal Travers' plan seems to be like totally, you know, out the window. He's he's not going to be able to marry her. He's not going to get the exclusive worldwide whaling rights and, you know, and, and the uh, merchandising and toy rights that go with it or whatever. <laughs> so he's not going to be able to do anything. But Mr. Ice is being called explicitly to wreck the titanic and i'm watching it and i'm thinking why what does that how does that help him like basically all he needs to do what he ends up doing is he makes the father like sign a contract like at gunpoint which you can just do that at gunpoint you don't need of a a fucking talking shark or an iceberg or a sunk boat and (laughs) it wouldn't it be to like as well wouldn't the rationale be to get rid of the evidence like oh if the but Duke you just dies, dump him over the fucking just just that's dump, yeah. dump him over him. and just be right. like oh you know no, you nobody because also nobody saw him again he, later, yeah. he drowned or we saw him slip yeah. or you know anything but there's no rationale like he his whole plan is now we will sink this boat full of you know hundreds of people uh, or thousands I don't know exact the exact number I think not quite thousands like 2000 probably like two close to 2000 okay. i think yeah so we're gonna we're gonna like kill all these people which i know he's supposed to be a monster but it's like it doesn't even make sense for his motivations all nope. he wants is the contract Zero which sense. you can get that in any number of ways and it feels like the movie's just doing it because like somebody in the process of making it's like well there needs to be some reason the boat sinks right <laughs> like that's it happened in history so we gotta we gotta include it right and they're like yeah i guess oh. so i forgot to mention at the very beginning uh 
the story that the uh, grandpa mouse is telling. Yeah. Uh, they he says uh, the children are all like, oh, those the Titanic sank and all those people went missing, and the grandpa mouse says those missing persons were never really missing. It's all a misunderstanding. And I was like, where in the hell is this movie going to go? <laughs> oh my God. That's going to be relevant later. Just wanted to throw that out there while yeah, I remembered it. Yeah. Cause Mel Travers whole thing then is like, Oh, well we'll get on a lifeboat and we'll yeah. just yeah. use and wait we'll it just... out because yep. he has another boat maybe coming to get them. No, he was like, Oh, we'll just follow the icebergs to the shipping lanes. And like, eventually <laughs> we'll right. get some. Yeah, that was his brilliant plan. Was like what, what an fuck? awful plan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, Don't we'll worry. just uh, starve to death on the ocean. It's fine. <laughs> but Surely I'll have the whaling rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've won. Oh yeah. Uh, there's, oh, there's another God. bit where they, uh, the talking mice have to uh, get. Uh, they're they're trying to do like an SOS or something, and uh, you know go out through the uh, you know Morse whatever what the fuck's it called um, the Morse code telegraph the the tel- telegraph. so they're trying to use wires, telegraph yeah. but they can't connect the wires the wires are like broken or something Ugh. so they can't connect it's it because they bit through them okay so there's like there's like a heavy set mouse who has a big mustache and so they're like what do we do and and then it the, he sacrifice he decides like oh we'll tie the wires to my mustache and i'll con- i make the connection and then they go through it and i was just like oh do they just do they just kill that mouse <laughs> We'll come back to it, but uh, but yeah, I was like that. That's they a weird. Uh, that's a weird. They want you to think so for a minute. Mouse. They yeah. did because yeah, he weeps they over him as he walks away. Yeah. yeah, and they do a flashback, and I know we'll get yeah. to it, but I'm just saying, yes, yeah, yes, they did. They killed that mouse, and that's the whole thing. So, at one point, Mal Travers is trying to send a bad telegram, graph, whatever. He's trying to send a bad one, and so the mice are like, "We have to stop him," but we can't. The dog tried and failed. So now we have to do it a different way. I know. We'll cut through the wires. And they're like, oh, no, but which wires? And they're like, we don't have time. Eat through them all. And I wrote down, great, that's good. Yeah, right. eliminate all communication to the outside world. Nothing could go wrong with that. And then hoisted by their own stupid mice petards later when it's like, oh, we're all dying. Everyone's dying, and we need to contact another boat. Whoops. And, there, and that ourselves. whole scene – that gets started where like the the like captain mouse is like talking to the two main mice and he's like you stupid idiots like what how could you have done this what that's <laughs> yes. goes against the code of the mouse sailors <laughs> and they're like uh they're like there's nothing that could, that there's nothing that could be done we're doomed and then like i think the uh captain mouse goes I guess we could try to fix it. And they're like, you're right. And then they like run off. (laughs) Yes, actually that scene. And they go, we down this like tunnel. They say we every five minutes, like in very inappropriate times, things are very serious. The mice are running off somewhere and they go, we, um, there's, uh, earlier when they are trying to figure out, uh, how to stop the tell the original telegraph from being sent. One mouse says, we've got to find a way to stop him sending this. And the other one says, good thinking. As if, as if that's a plan. Right, yeah. Okay, you did it. You're right, we've got to stop it. What else? Done thinking now. (laughs) And? Yes, and? (laughs) I thought that was established. You have a plan. 
<laughs> All right. So I think at this point it's time. Oh, uh, I'll throw out it's one time. other thing. Uh, the uh, When the ship is like sort of sinking at one point, we do have our foe Jack and Rose riding the back of it, just like Jack and Rose oh, yeah. in Titanic. So they did rip mm-hmm. off that bit as well, which I did. Uh, I was talking about Titanic with my dad a few months ago because it was randomly on TV. And uh, I thought I had come across something, so I looked on Wikipedia. There actually was a guy who did that in real in like the actual Titanic. He rode the back of the ship and survived. So he got da- it went all the way down, and then he oh. like grabbed on to something that was around. So he uh, he figured the shit out, and uh, and he, he made made it out of there. But yeah, my dad was like, oh yeah, maybe that's where Cameron got the idea because Cameron did like His research heavily. Um, yeah. you know the the movies, so like he might have. Mm-hmm jumped on that of like okay that's how jack and rose will like survive until rose huh. won't let jack on the door and all that but, the eternal debate um selfish bitch <laughs> i my I, I mean everybody jumps on that thing and you know it's it's fun but the thing that i always think is funny and in, in when i rewatch that is he's on the door and he's like frozen solid or whatever and she's like uh-huh. i'll never let go jack I'll never let go. And the very next thing is her letting go and letting him drop into the ocean. Yep, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, but so that was a random little uh, Titanic bit, but I think it is now time, it's time. to talk about tentacles. Oh, uh, I will leave that to whoever wants to go. I want it to be Steve. I want Steve to do it. Oh, tentacles? Okay. Um where do I begin? Uh, so you're already introduced to Mr. Ice, the shark, <clears throat> and they, he's got his gang of sharks, and they've they've got their marching orders. The street to, sharks. The street sharks have got their marching orders to sink the ship, and they're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go get this <laughs> dumb bastard tentacles, and we're going to get we're going to trick him into sinking this ship. He's an octopus. Tentacles is this buff ass octopus okay. child. <laughs> Like he's like this, he's got the, but he's so, he's got all these like octopus muscles and he loves to throw stuff, I guess. And the main shark, Mr. Ice is like, Hey, look, I bet you, you can't throw it further, throw, whatever, throw stuff further than my guys over here. And, uh, tentacles is like a tentacles is like, you want to make it interesting? (laughs) Yeah. Tentacles is like a child. So he's like, Oh, Okay. And you know, and he's like, "I'll even let you be in he our looks gang." And sounds like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he, yes. they they also have his face. Like I, I mentioned, flounder before. He has a very flounder face, very Disney cutesy, like as as sickeningly cute face as possible. Steve, yes. kind of reminds me of in the first Toy Story, the baby head on the spider. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. So they get into their little competition, and they're throwing stuff, and he's winning, and. Uh, the Mr. Ice is like, uh, well, you haven't done good enough. You really got to impress me. And uh, I bet you can't throw, you know, this giant iceberg to these exact coordinates. And he's like, oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> and he gets it, he like, latches up. He, like, dokie. And he just, like, whips this iceberg directly into the line of sight of the Titanic. And that is how, in this world, the Titanic meets an iceberg, is this innocent little yep. child octopus gets tricked by a gangster giant. shark into throwing the iceberg into the ship. 
That is the gist. He's basically in like this the he's he's the uh, he's the of mice and men Lenny of this universe. Yes, he uh, he yes. means well. He's just ludicrously strong with the mind of a child and uh, is yes. just incredibly dangerous. And I can't emphasize enough how much they need you to know how muscular this octopus is. They keep doing close-ups of his tentacle muscles, and it's very weird and very uncomfortable. Jack was I here for like the it. tentacle muscles. Everyone else Did is here for the like cleavage, it. but she's down the tentacle have... muscles. Super not hated it. Not into muscle puss whatsoever. If they're going to have so much... <laughs> if they're going to have a bunch of titties... Not you into have for muscle the puss you have whatsoever. Muscle that that that's a that's a pull oh, quote God. if I ever heard one. I hate it. It's so weird. So many. He's got, uh, he's got like Rob Liefeld bustles, basically. <laughs> <laughs> bad. All right. Bad. So uh, so tentacles throws the uh, iceberg and it hits the Titanic and the Titanic begins to you know it gets it it. it Titanic runs into it, begins to sink, all that kind of stuff. And I think people do get into some lifeboats and stuff, right? Um, but mm-hmm. Tentacles finds out what happened, finds out because that he was tricked. Because his orca friend shames the shit out of him. One of orky? the orca whales comes. Yeah, oh, I think it, yeah. I don't remember if it's Orky or a different one, because somehow Orky is locked in something later. It's Yeah, let's confusing. not slander Orky if it wasn't him. Okay, it was a... <laughs> well, he gets Some he orca gets comes up and is like, you did this. Okay, Orky gets kidnapped because Orky in the be- like beginning of this weird shark muscle puss conversation, he's like, "Don't trust those sharks," and the sharks are like, "Get out of here!" And they like get him, they take him <laughs> away him so brig. that there's not the little angel on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But some other like Orca is coming up to him and is like, "You hit the Titanic with that thing because you're an idiot and you did it with the sharks and all these people are dying yeah. and it's all your fault." Like, like slamming. He's real. Yes. Real shameful about it's it, yeah. so mean to this poor and it's also dumbass like, wait, octopus. If you know all that, were you here this whole time right? and saw the whole thing and never yes. stopped me? For real. It's really <laughs> your fault, strange orca. So, yes. so Tentacles feels incredibly guilty, and this will haunt him for the rest of his days. <laughs> and then he gets to the surface to, like, try to save the ship. And then, uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly how it plays out, but basically people get to the lifeboats. Like, he, he keeps it afloat long enough. And they get to the lifeboats, and then it eventually, like, he, he's not strong enough. Even though he's he's yeah. uh, he's muscle pushed out, he's not strong he enough. He saves the captain. He's holding, though. We he's about holding that. the boat together. The boat starts to crack, and he's holding it together with all of his muscle might. And then, yes, he notices the captain. But yes. he has well. But first, he has time to like surface and be like, "Oh, hey, everybody, it's me, <laughs> yeah, a right. big giant <laughs> ass octopus." And they're all Everybody's like, screaming. "They're like, hi." <laughs> And he's like, and he's, and then he's like, this is all my fault. And they're just like, don't worry about it, man. Don't, it's not your, we all make mistakes. And then that's when he yes. notices the captain who's like, just, he's just hanging on to this railing going down into the water. He's like shoulder deep in water. Just like, this just is like, fine. So out. then, and he grabs him. I may have missed some stuff or just like, or just forgetting, but basically what we, what, it, fill me in if there's some aspect here, but, but basically what happens is everybody escapes Everyone gets off the Titanic and survives, yes. and and we yes. they they, they do everybody. this kind of fake out that like tentacles sacrificed himself. He's at the bottom of the ocean, but then his then one of his tentacles, you know, quivers, and you're like, oh, okay, so she, he's okay. And then they're um at like uh they're in New York, right? 
Uh, okay, yeah. so they're so they're at New York, and they everybody's there. Everybody, it, it's party time, and everybody's <laughs> just like having a grand old time because they all survived, <laughs> and that the Titanic, while it did sink, every single person survived. Um, and then there's like this bit where the the grandpa mouse who's telling the story, like I think maybe one of the kid mice or something, is like like everybody lived. He's like. Oh, not everybody. And then the movie does this thing back and they show you like a flashback of the mouse with the mustache getting electrocuted to death. And you're like, all right, we're we're going to this. But then that mouse just shows the fuck up randomly. And even if he was alive, he should be at the bottom of the fucking ocean. He's not like because tentacle shows back up. Tentacle shows up and starts waving to people from like the fucking docks and just like, hey, everybody and everybody's who apparently have gotten word about how the Titanic was saved because this giant octopus does not phase them. But but this mouse, this mouse with the big mustache, he was on the boat. Presumably his corpse was left, you know, in the bowels of the ship when everything was going down. Tentacles didn't bring him out of there. So I'm watching it being like. Is he alive? Is this a fever dream? Is everyone dead? What's going on right now? Am I dead? Is this hell? <laughs> well, let me... Okay, wait. So here's here's the theory then. Because uh, at the end of this movie, when, when it's the last bit of the grandfather mouse talking to his grandchildren... The grandmother comes in, the yeah. big, the big titted mouse that he marries, <laughs> yep. and she says, "She says your we didn't we didn't touch on that that there was a big titted mouse uh, earlier. There was a big tit mouse, a blonde hair, <laughs> a blonde hair, big boobied mouse, just mm, just heating up the screen. <laughs> Steve's cup of tea, right there. One of the voice actors probably made that sound hey, when she was on screen. Look, sometimes you don't know what you like until you see it, and it's like I guess. Look, Jack, love is love. Were you the one attracted to like the toad creatures in Mama Dad Save the World? Was that No Oh I was. I was into those. I was into those. Yeah, okay. They were hot too. This is a pattern. They were they weren't toads. They were they were they were fish ladies. Fish Fish ladies. Yeah, they were fish ladies. They were fairly hot as well. That's true. Uh, God. Uh, but the grandmother mouse says, Your grandfather loves to tell stories, but like all sailors, you shouldn't take him too seriously. So that right. makes me think he made all this shit up and everybody <laughs> died. That would everyone be... died. God, Tentacles is not point. real. Tentacles can't be real. Moonbeams are not real. I already forgot about the moonbeams and now Matt all over again. He's the only one yeah, that made it out whole... alive. That's and now Travers got the rights and now all the whales are dead. <laughs> yeah, the movie does the movie does end with the kids. We mentioned this earlier, but the movie does end with the kids being like, Oh, and all the whales were saved. He's like no, they were not, and it and the problem persists to this day. And it's almost like he's just like pointing at the camera because of you. <laughs> and it's like they really the movie definitely goes into uh, these death moments. Like definitely, they clearly mourn uh, Mustache Mouse Camembert. His name's Camembert. They definitely mourn him twice because they show him dying. And run, then they run away from him, and then they have him in a flashback. And definitely with tentacles. Tentacles goes down with the ship, lands on the bottom of the ocean, and all the other fish are bringing, uh, like, oh, yeah. flowers flowers, and putting them on there. Uh, and where they like, got them! Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know where they got kelp, them. Kelp arrangements. Uh, and put them on there and surrounding. And they're all weeping somehow, even though they're in the ocean. Uh and it's just like, okay, so they just killed these things, and then they just bring them back apropos of nothing. It's just like, okay, here you go. They're alive now. Yay! Which, like, I'm glad they great. did that to Party Tentacles, time. though. Yeah, I mean, Tentacles was a child. Yeah. They, they tell, they're like, he's a kid. 
They make it very clear. That old mustache mouse guy, he he lived a he full life. He to die. <laughs> he had his time. <laughs> Look, eat the old is what's, what we're saying here. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so basically I need to mention this. At the end, so uh, Juan and Elizabeth get married, and people come up and whisper. Like somebody comes up, the dog comes up and whispers to the mice who are also getting married, and the mice go and whisper to Elizabeth, and Elizabeth whispers to Juan, and they're like, "This is great news!" And they jump in the carriage and they run to the um, to the Brooklyn bridge. bridge. I forgot the word bridge for a second there. It's that fine. Happens. They run. To you. It does. They run to the <laughs> to me and me alone. They run to the bridge, and they get out, and uh, all of a sudden they start yelling. The whales! The whales are here! Hooray! Which is just an incredible line that I want someone... I want to be able to yell that at any point in my life yeah. all the time. I hope to have that opportunity. So yeah. uh, so one uh, one thing that I pulled from this, um, I think this was like from Wiki. So uh, the film... This film is controversial in the eyes of many people due to the fact that it changes the history... Maybe this is IMDb. Due to the fact that it changes the historic story of the Titanic by saying no one died on the voyage, even though over 1,503 1, people had died in real life during the voyage, the creators of the film changed the event up for this story to put an anti-whaling message in their film. However, it was met with much-deserved backlash. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. I like that the Wikipedia also describes this this and the other one as very loose adaptations of the Titanic disaster. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> I want to see these would... same people tackle the Challenger. Let's let's get that in the works. <laughs> or or 9-11. We'll do a lot. 9-11, the legend the goes on. <laughs> Just some frogs getting people out of the uh, towers. We find out that the falling man was actually rescued by an eagle. <laughs> um, another well, note about keeping the towers together <laughs> <laughs> and absorbing the blast. It's all because you believe, <laughs> and too much littering is happening too. <laughs> oh man! Somebody's getting now, the children. I want dunk. to now, children. I want to talk to you about the plight of the snow leopards. It's very important. <laughs> Mal Travers um, is back, and he's got the rights to dump poison in the river. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world's rivers. Oh. <laughs> um, one, uh, one quick thing on this one. So, uh, so we, we talked about the other one, which was uh, Titanic, The Legend Goes On. So that was the 2000 film. This is The Legend of the Titanic from 1999. This film actually spawned a 2004 sequel called In Search of the Titanic, which Steve has dedicated himself to suffering through for some reason. Yeah, I'm going to watch and that. And then uh, it also apparently spawned a 2011, so 99, and then 2011, apparently, they went back and made a TV series called Fantasy Island, which Wiki points out, oh, it's not the famous Fantasy Island. But even if it, like, I don't I don't understand, like, how would this have been popular enough or, like, what's the connection? But I do have the information on the sequel, and the sequel is Thank called God. In Search of the Titanic, and it tells the story of the familiar characters Juan and Elizabeth, along with their mice friends, Top Connors and Ronnie, and their bring-along dog, Smile. After the five end up in a submarine accident, 
They're taken to the wonderful lost city of Atlantis. There they dis- what? There they discover a rebellion of rats who want to break free from the city and take over the world. So maybe Steve's right, and we should all be watching this yeah. for the show. <laughs> right? Maybe we should. Might be giving this one. A shot. Uh, oh my god! Wait, I wiki, need to know if Tentacles is in it or not. It doesn't mention. I don't know. I'd like to I see think... these creators get something right with you know more money behind them, and it feels like maybe the season. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they, they 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 started strong. We're gonna see if they get hit a sophomore slump or not we just got to check it out <laughs> two two points on that uh jack you would you're going to be happy to know that uh tentacles is in the sequel um, thank god and he hangs he's hanging out with the king of atlantis and <laughs> the reason that submarine accident happens according to the wikipedia plot is that ice mr ice is back and he cuts the cable oh, of their ship and oh. that's how it sinks so he's getting his revenge does does Mr. Ice get his like throat slit in the end or something? Like we just wiped by the <laughs> King of Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Do you guys remember the part in this movie where uh, they're like tentacles? You have to get rid of the sharks as the boat is sinking, and tentacles grabs the sharks in one tentacle and just bleh, flings them just kind of a little bit farther away in the ocean. Like they don't even. It's not like they go flying <laughs> off into the horizon. It's like they could just swim right back. You did nothing. That was worthless. Good job, tentacles. Tentacles is such a fuck up. I have a question about Mr. Ice now because they, they start with the movie and the, the kid mouse has the whistle. And he's like, don't blow that. That summons Mr. Ice. And it's like, terrible would that mean he can come to their apartment? Great, great question. Because they're <laughs> just sitting in a New York apartment. He's, he swims through the pipe. <laughs> just, just like in their toilet. Like, eh, what do you <laughs> God damn Look, it. This is the pact I made with that genie and I got to do this shit. So just let's get it over with. <laughs> I got a hot little uh, alligator in the sewer I got to get back to, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, it was garbage crash. Thank you. Yes, Thank you, so uh, that, I think that brings us to uh, wrapping up here. Uh, would you recommend The Legend of the Titanic or Titanic The Legend Goes On? Depends. Are you drunk? <laughs> and if well, so, see, how that's drunk? A, that's the thing. Um, is like yes because I would I would only recommend the legend of Titanic if you're around if you're hanging out with a group of friends and you're and you're drinking and you want to have a good time like a, a movie where you can just roast the shit out of it at every turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it's party time. Yeah, then you can watch this movie. <laughs> I rec- I recommend I'd recommend party time. It's early on, so watch the first like 15 <laughs> minutes of Legend goes on and you've got you got party time. Got the full picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I fall in the same camp. I think uh, the uh, Titanic: The Legend Goes On is the much more boring film, and it's bad. And just uh, this is like what you expect when you see those shitty direct to VHS, direct to DVD things that are in like Walmart bargain bins, and you look at it like, oh god, I bet this is bad, and then it is. Um, but the other <laughs> one is like just that special magic of. Like, the decision, I mean, we chronicled them all, obviously, but just, like, the talking shark of Mr. Ice dressed as, uh, you know, a prison escapee, how Tentacles is a muscular child octopus, (laughs) that the Titanic does not actually, like, kill everyone, that characters are coming back to, like, the the wailing rights of the whole world. All these, these are, like, these are the ideas of an insane man, and I love it. (laughs) And so, it's it's room-esque. It's, it's like, you're watching an animated film, but it's, like, decisions that Tommy Wiseau 
made that make makes total sense to somebody who did it. But then you're watching it's like this is not no human would make these connections that this these are good yes. ideas. I wrote down that it's like a tween doing fanfic of uh, the Titanic sinking. It's like they learned about the Titanic. And they're like, no, I don't like that. I'm going to write my own story, and I'm going to be in it, and I'm a giant octopus, and I save everyone. It's like Axe Cop. We're watching like. Axe Cop. Yes. Axe Cop. Yes. Yeah. Axe Cop. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for uh, enduring this and joining me for party time. Um, everybody's feeling fine. I know it's party time. All right. So, uh, wrapping up here, uh, we will close out our first double feature, possibly the last, depending on our crew, uh, if they ever decide to come back, we might not have anyone to do uh, future episodes after this. No, uh, as I told Jack before the episode started, like she was, uh, playfully mad at me for making everyone watch this. And I was like, Hey, look, you knew they were going to be bad. I told you they were going to be bad, but also... Bad episodes tend to, or bad movies tend to make very good episodes. And I think we've done that. I think this has been a lot of fun for us. <laughs> and I hope it's a lot of fun for anyone listening to The Insanity. So go, uh, go track down at least, um, which one? Uh, the Legend of the Titanic. Um, I think that one's worth watching in a, a drunken or drug infused state. Um, the other one's just kind of like, yeah, you can do without it other than like checking out mucho gusto and party time um, <laughs> on uh, online. But can I find this? Oh, wait, real yeah, quick, ahead, Linton, real quick. Um, before before you get into the, the last bit, um, Gregory yeah. Sn- Snegoff, uh, who yes. did the voice in those movies. I looked up his uh, IMDb just now. And if you're interested in the Gregory Snegoff cinematic universe, you can find him. <laughs> he had a really good run in the 90s. He played reporter number three in Misery, a weatherman in Point Break, and credited as additional voice in Glengarry Glen Ross. So, wow. That's a not story bad. history. Not bad. Yes. So, Better than me. I'll that's say all. that. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you're a big Gregory Snegoff fan or whatever it is, uh, yeah, may, maybe maybe check out both these films. Uh, okay, so can I find this? Um, the Legend of the Titanic, which is the one that we all preferred for its insanity, that one is available on Tubi, Plex, Amazon, and it has been uploaded in full on YouTube. Uh, it does not. There does not appear to be any official DVD or Blu-ray. It looked like there might be some maybe bootleg-ish or possibly maybe they were foreign i couldn't tell uh, but something might be floating around out there but didn't look like anything legit or american um, but it may have been released on vhs because when i've looked it up when i was getting it for people it's on full on youtube i could be mixing them up but i i think like i definitely was seeing file versions of this that looked like old and kind of like shitty quality which i think would have been like a vhs copy and then there's copies of them that are like clearer which I think are the like streaming version um, that somebody is like ripped or something. And then Titanic, the legend goes on, which is the less fun one. That one has been uploaded in full on YouTube and it is on DVD and VHS from what I could tell. Um, Remember that is the one that has the longer cut. I don't know if the longer cut is available anywhere or if you just have to see the crazy butchered version. But remember crazy butchered version has mucho gusto and party time. Um, but I don't know if the like original version is available in any way, or even if you got it, if it's available. It sounded like it was available in English that they originally 
just dubbed it and then they went back and like recut it and stuff so i don't know so there's a couple different versions out there you know maybe it's a blade runner situation and the other one's just amazing who knows who's to say <laughs> um but anyway so you can track these down but right now i would say youtube is your best bet and uh i would recommend if you particularly like either but especially the legend of the titanic there are ways to like rip youtube videos because well i don't think anyone's like looking for these type of things if it if these got ripped, pulled down from YouTube for some reason, then you're probably not going to be able to track these down. So, like, if you want in the future to have the Legend of the Titanic in your back pocket to, like, unveil it upon people, might be a good idea to uh, rip it off YouTube. If you want to lose friends, have we got an idea for you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, that wraps us up for our, uh, our first double feature uh, here on the anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. Uh, I think this episode will release... Uh, a few days leading up, like when we normally release on that Wednesday, Thursday. So it'll uh, be leading up to that anniversary. And then uh, our I think we next... really honored the victims. Yes. <laughs> but it didn't sink. An octopus saved it. Well, I guess the boat yeah, still Yeah, the boat sank, still sunk. no one died. Yeah, I mean, it was only kind of a tragedy because it was just the boat. So like, Nobody yeah. died. Nobody White died. Star Line lost a, a lot mouse. of money. <laughs> <laughs> and money and power is all that's important. So. And all those pesky whales are fine. But thankfully, we all had party time along the way. That was uh, <laughs> the true party time was the... With the friends tentacle we friends, friends we made along the way. <laughs> Talking animals that we interacted with along the way. Okay, so uh, wrapping up here, uh, our next entry will be, we will be switching gears and we will be looking at an action-adventure comic book adaptation. We're going to be looking at the 1990s movie The Rocketeer. So uh, we've got that one uh, coming up next. See you then.